all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Thank you, thank you. That's for my listeners there. That applause is actually for you. Yes, it's not, it's real, but it's just a virtual applause, applause, one of my little sound bites that I have on here. And I just give that to you. If I had a real crowd, I'm sure they'll they're, they're give you a hand to thank you for all my listeners that listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. What else do I really appreciate? Is something else. The word of God, man. The word of God is the word of God is so supernatural and so powerful and so different. <laughs> now, what do I mean? Uh, brighten this up a little bit. What do I mean by that? And, you know, uh, the word of God, when you learn it, learn how to understand and study the word of God, rightly divide it the correct way, the way God attended uh, for us to read it and understand it. It's like a taking away and a putting back on. Oh, not back on, but it's like a taking away and a putting on, meaning you take off so much junk and traditional error when you learn how to rightly divide God's word through Paul's teaching, through the Apostle Paul's teaching. I always had a, a certain man infatuation with Paul. A certain man, it was just always something about Paul. Now I know, even though I didn't understand it then in my younger Christian years, you know, of being a believer, but I know now it was something about Paul then, even when I was living in Mobile, Alabama, where I first got saved at, and, uh, and I was married then, uh, my first marriage. I've been married twice, my first marriage. It was always something about the Apostle Paul that kind of stood out. I just could not pinpoint it. But I liked reading his, I, I loved reading his letters and epistles, not knowing nothing of what I know now. Why? Because Paul always stood out as what would we call today and people call people that is different, including myself, misfits, <laughs> misfit. Paul was always stood out somewhat like a misfit. He was kind of different than the other uh, players and the other men and men and the, in the Bible. You know, he was just something different about the Apostle Paul, you know, and I see why now. And that's the Holy Spirit is sealed in us. Even though the Holy Spirit is sealed in us, people have a misunderstanding that that means the Holy Spirit controls us and tells us everything, what we need to say and guides us and directs us like he did when he came upon the saints back in time past, when he came upon them. See, he's within us. He's sealed in the believer today under grace. But back then, 
doing the uh, the past prophets and everything like that and, and the kingdom program, even Jesus earthly ministry, the Holy Spirit came upon them. That's why King David cried out to God, Lord, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Because in those days, if you read the Bible like you're supposed to read it, you would know the Holy Spirit wasn't with these uh, these flawed men and women all the time. It was when he came upon them, when the great power started manifesting itself. So that's how the Holy Spirit used to work then the time passed. He had to because they had no Bible. They had no directions. They don't they didn't have the things that we have now. So God had to do more supernatural things and he had to talk through them. See, he don't have to do that today because we have the Bible. And people is missing it. He don't have to do the things he done back then with Israel because there wasn't the resources. You didn't think God know, didn't know it was going to be a different type of resource as time went by. That is going to come to the time when he moved to the Gentiles. Not only was they not under the covenant, he's not going to need to do the things that he done through Israel to get the world out. They had to travel different ways. They had to proclaim. They, they, in no way they would not knew that what God was saying unless the Holy Spirit came upon them. See, they didn't have nothing to study. Now the scrolls and the laws came later. But I'm just saying, even then, God had to move through the prophets when he had a prophecy. The law does not bring prophecy. See, the law, they can they can understand, they can read the law and they can study the law, but to know it fluently and go through it, the Holy Spirit came upon them back then. Now, I don't know why I got, on, got out to that so people can understand the difference, the way the same Holy Spirit, but he just in a different program and he works differently today. I, you might want to say in our uh, vernacular, more calmer, and more of a teacher and more of a, you know, uh, more of a gentle, you know, without being coming upon you because you don't have to. Why? He doesn't have to because the word of God, we have the fulfilled word of God. Did you know that saints? Well, you know it now. OK, I'm talking about why the bowl of confusion is so much in in the church today. And that's one of the reasons what I just got through talking about why so much confusion is because people don't know and don't understand the mystery and they don't know how to, to apply uh, Paul. They don't know where to put Paul. That's what it seems like to me. They don't know where to put Paul. So what they do and what we do in the past, we just squeeze Paul with, with the prophecy program and just squeezed them in and we just put everybody together and everything like that without, you know, knowing exactly where the Paul fit in the word of God. And why is Paul there? I wonder how many people really ask that. Why is Paul there? You know, it's something different that Paul is saying. See, even when Paul got persecuted, he got the majority of his persecution, not because he was preaching a prophecy or the kingdom. See, he wouldn't have got persecuted. He was pre he was preaching something different. He wasn't preaching the law. They wouldn't have persecuted him if he was preaching the law, the Torah. No, he got persecuted big time because he was preaching something different that they never heard of. Why did they never heard of? Because it was not meant for them and it wasn't revealed to them. It was only revealed to Paul. You follow me. You understand what I'm saying. It was only revealed to the Apostle Paul. So and what was revealed to Paul? The King James Bible called it a mystery, which means secrets. 
a mystery was revealed to Paul. About seven or eight different mysteries was revealed to Paul. I'm just name a few of them that I can name off here. The body of Christ was a mystery. Going out to the Gentiles. The, now, the, God was going to always go out to the Gentiles, but nobody knew how. And nobody didn't know what he was going to preach. Oneness in Christ is a mystery. The rapture of the church was a mystery. The rapture of the church was never taught nowhere else in the Bible but through the teachings of Paul. That's why many people miss it. They get it confused with the second coming of Christ. See, the name son of perdition and all that mystery. The immortal bodies in uh, 1 Corinthians, 1st or 2nd, 1st Corinthians, we're going to get our new immortal bodies, our incorruptible bodies and stuff like that, a mystery. The body of Christ, the church, going to heaven, dwelling in the heavenly places, a mystery. You want to say, see, you, you only hear this through the letters of Paul. You don't even know that. The kingdom church, Israel never was looking to go to heaven. They was looking to have their new heaven on earth, dwell on earth. Why? Because I talked about that earlier, the, the, the uh, prophesied millennium kingdom on earth. Our Father which out in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, their heavenly kingdom is going to come down on earth. Is that why? That's why Jesus told them to pray that way. He didn't tell the Gentiles or the body of Christ. He told Israel to play, pray that way. Not so much uh, repetitiously right after each other, but just pray that way. Thy will be done. Thy daily bread. They will need those miraculous daily breads because they're going to be persecuted just like they was in the time uh, back then when they was in the wilderness eating a manna and a quail and stuff like that. Those things will repeat, not in the same exact, but they will be persecuted. They will need the miraculous signs again during the tribulation period. So thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. They are going to be needing the miraculous feeding from God, food. They're going to be needed to be fed. So they're going to have to pray that. Please, daily, give us bread. We need help. You understand the prayer now for Israel. Okay, thy kingdom come on earth, on earth, on earth, as it is in heaven. We played, prayed those prayers so many times and didn't even know what we was praying. Because we was taught to believe that everybody in the Bible always wanted to go to heaven. No, Israel's plan was always for their kingdom on earth. That prophesied millennium kingdom, that beautiful kingdom that's talked about in the book of Revelation, the golden streets and all that stuff. See, all the fullness of time. They was looking for that kingdom, never to go to heaven. Paul is the only one that teaches about going to heaven for a different church. The Gentiles or the nations, the body of Christ. You hear body of Christ, heavenly places. You hear the kingdom program, earthly places. Just remember that body of Christ going to the heavens the kingdom uh, pro, the kingdom church dwell on earth heaven and earth in the beginning was the heavens and the earth heaven King James has heaven singular other translations has heavens but mistranslate is heaven God created the heaven the heavens came later okay now I'm not going to teach you on that but <clears throat> the body of Christ our destination 
is the heavenly places. See, set your mind on things on above. Think, set your mind, Colossians 3 and 2, set your mind on things above. See, the King James said affection, but it just means mind, your thoughts. Let it be dwelled on the heavenly places where we're going to be going. See, that's only taught in the letters of Paul, a mystery. Paul teaches a mystery. Why is it called a mystery? Because it was never, it was a secret never revealed to no other man of God or person in the Bible. That's why it's called a mystery. You understand that? The two programs, one is prophecy, one is mystery. Let me say this again. Israel, prophecy, Gentiles, mystery. You, you see? Prophesy program, the prophets, the 12 apostles, Jesus' earthly ministry, all that, prophesied. Paul, singular. Mystery. You see, one program was prophesied, one program was not, was hidden in God. And I'll get more into that in the next episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. Love y'all. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.